Shalom. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, January 13th, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 20th of Tevet. Our parasha, or the portion from the Torah, is called Shmot, which means names. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Our first reading today comes from Exodus chapter 4, verses 18 through 31, also called Shemot. Then Moses went and returned to Jethro his father-in-law and said to him, Please let me go and return to my brothers who are in Egypt and see whether they are still alive. Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. Then the Lord said to Moses and Midian, Go return into Egypt, for all the men who sought your life are dead. Moses took his wife and his sons and set them on a donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt. Moses took God's staff in his hand, and the Lord said to Moses, When you go back into Egypt, see that you do before Pharaoh all the wonders which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart, and he will not let the people go. You shall tell Pharaoh, The Lord says, Israel is my son, my firstborn, and I have said to you, Let my son go, that he may serve me. And you have refused to let him go. Behold, I will kill your firstborn son. And it came to pass on the way at a lodging place that the Lord met Moses and sought to put him to death. Then Zipporah took a flint and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at his feet, and said, Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me. So he let him alone. Then she said, You're a bridegroom of blood because of the circumcision. Now the Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. He went and met him on God's mountain and kissed him. Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord which he had sent him, and all the signs which he had instructed him. Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the sons of Israel. And Aaron spoke all the words which the Lord had spoken to Moses, and did the signs in the sight of the people. The people believed And when they heard that the Lord had visited the sons of Israel and that he had seen their affliction, then they bowed their heads and worshipped. And that finishes our 
readings in Shemot. Now we're going to read from the prophets, and this is in 1 Kings chapter 1, or Melikim 1. Now David was old and advanced in years, and they covered him with clothes, but he could not keep warm. Therefore his servants said to him, Let a young virgin be sought for my lord the king, and let her stand before the king and cherish him, and let her lie in your bosom, that the, my lord the king may keep warm. So they sought for a beautiful young lady throughout all the borders of Israel, and found Abishag the Shumimite, and brought her to the king. The young lady was very beautiful, and she cherished the king and served him, but the king did not know her intimately. Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. And he prepared chariots and horsemen for himself, and fifty men to run before him. And his father had not displeased him at any time in saying, Why have you done so? He was also a very handsome man, and he was born after Absalom. Then he conferred with Joab, the son of Zariah, and with Abiathar the Cohen, and they followed Adonijah and helped him. But Zadok the Cohen, Benaiah the son of Joahada, Nathan the prophet, Shimei, Ray, and the mighty men who belonged to David were not with Adonijah. Adonijah killed sheep, cattle, and fatlings by the stone of Zohaleth, which is beside Enrogel. And he called all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants. But he did not call Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah, and the mighty men, and Solomon his brother. Then Nathan spoke to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Have you not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, reigns, and David our Lord does not know it? Now therefore come, please let me give you counsel, that you may save your own life and your son Solomon's life. Go in to King David and tell him, Did you not, my lord, O king, swear to your servant, saying, Assuredly Solomon your son shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne? Why then does Adonijah reign? Behold, while you are still talking there with the king, I will also come in after you and confirm your words. So Bathsheba went in to the king in his room. Now the king was very old, and Abishag the Shunammite was serving the king. Bathsheba bowed and showed respect to the king, and the king said, What would you like? She said to him, My lord, you swore by the Lord your God to your servant. Assuredly Solomon, your son, shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne. Now behold, Adonijah reigns, and you, my lord the king, do not know it. He has slain cattle and flat fatlings and sheep in abundance, and has called all the sons of the king, Abiathar the Cohen, and Joab the captain of the army, 
but he is not called Solomon your servant. You, my lord, the king, the eyes of all Israel are on you, that you should tell them who will sit on the throne of my lord, the king, after him. Otherwise, it will happen when my lord, the king, sleeps with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon will be considered criminals. Behold, while she was still talking with the king, Nathan the prophet came in. They told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. When he had come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. Then Nathan said, My lord king, have you said Adonijah shall reign after me and he shall sit on my throne? For he has gone down today and has slain cattle, fatlings and sheep in abundance, and has called all the king's sons, the captains of the army, and Abiathar the Cohen. Behold, they are eating and drinking before him, and saying, Long live King Adonijah! But he has not invited me, even me your servant Zadok the Cohen, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and your servant Solomon. Was this thing done by my lord the king, and you have not shown to your servants who should sit on the throne of my lord and the king after him? Then King David answered and said, Call Bathsheba into me. And she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. The king swore and said, As the Lord lives, who has redeemed my soul out of all adversity, most certainly as I swore to you by the Lord, the God of Israel, saying, Indeed Solomon your son shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne in my place. I will most certainly do this today. Then Bathsheba bowed her face to the earth and showed respect to the king and said, Let my lord King David live forever. Then King David said, Call to me Zadok the Cohen, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada. They came before the king. The king said to them, Take with you the servants of your lord, and call Solomon my son to ride on my own mule, and bring him down to Gihon. Let Zadok the Cohen and Nathan the prophet anoint him their king over Israel. Blow the shofar and say, Long live King Solomon. Then you shall come up after him, and he shall come and sit on my throne, for he shall be king in my place. I have appointed him to be prince over Israel and over Judah. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, answered the king and said, Amen. May the Lord, the God of my lord the king, say so. As the Lord has been with my lord the king, even so may he be with Solomon and make his throne greater than the throne of my lord King David. So Zadok the Cohen, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, the Cherethites and the Pelethites, went down and had Solomon ride on King David's mule and brought him to Gihon 
Zadok the Cohen took the horn of oil from the tent and anointed Solomon. They blew the shofar, and all the people said, Long live King Solomon. All the people came up after him, and the people piped with pipes and rejoiced with great joy, so that the earth shook with their sound. Adonijah and all the guests who were with him heard it as they finished eating. When Joab heard the sound of the shofar, he said, Why is this noise of the city being in an uproar? While he yet spoke, behold, Jonathan, the son of Abiathar, the Kohen, came. And Adonijah said, Come in, for you are a worthy man, and bring good news. Jonathan answered and said to Adonijah, Most certainly our lord, King David, has made Solomon king. The king has sent with him Zadok the Kohen, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and they have caused him to ride on the king's mule. And Zadok the Kohen and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king in Gihon. They have come up from their rejoicing, so that the city rang again. This is the noise that you have heard. And also Solomon sits on the throne of the kingdom. And moreover, the king's servants came to bless our Lord King David, saying, May your God make the name of Solomon better than your name, and make his throne greater than your throne. And the king bowed himself on the bed, and also thus said the king, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has given one to sit on my throne today, my eyes even seeing it. Then all the guests of Adonijah were afraid and rose up, and each man went his way. Adonijah was afraid because of Solomon, and he rose and went, and he took hold of the horns of the altar, and is was told to Solomon, saying, Behold, Adonijah fears King Solomon, for behold, he has taken hold of the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear to me first that he will not kill his servant with the sword. And Solomon said, If he shows himself a worthy man, not a hair of his shall fall to the earth. But if wickedness is found in him, he shall die. So King Solomon sent, and they brought him down from the altar, and he came and bowed down to King Solomon. And Solomon said to him, Go to your house. This finishes our readings in the Prophets. Now we're going to go to the writings. Today's reading is in the Talhalim, and we are going to read from the Talhalim or Psalms 101 and 102. A Psalm by David. I will sing of Hesed and justice to you, Lord. I will sing praises. I will be careful to live a blameless life. When will you come to me? I will walk within my house with a blameless heart. I will set no vile thing before my eyes. 
I hate the deeds of faithless men. They will not cling to me. A perverse heart will be far from me. I will have nothing to do with evil. I will silence whoever secretly slanders his neighbor. I will not tolerate one who is arrogant and conceited. My eyes will be on the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in a perfect way, he will serve me. No one who practices deceit shall dwell within my house. He who speaks falsehood shall not be established before my eyes. Morning by morning, I will destroy all the wicked of the land to cut off all the workers of iniquity from the city of the Lord. And now Talhalim 102. A prayer of the afflicted when he is overwhelmed and pours out his complaint before the Lord. Hear my prayer, Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear to me. Answer me quickly in the day when I call. For my days consume away like smoke. My bones are burned as a torch. My heart is blighted like grass and withered, for I forget to eat my bread. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones stick to my skin. I am like a bird of the wilderness. I have become as an owl of the waste places. I watch, and I have become like a sparrow that is alone on the roof. My enemies reproach me all day. Those who are mad at me use my name as a curse. For I have eaten ashes like bread and mixed my drink with tears because of your indignation and your wrath. For you have taken me up and thrown me away. My days are like a long shadow. I have withered like grass. But you, Lord, will remain forever. Your renown endures to all generations. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. For it is time to have pity on her. For the set time has come. For your servants take pleasure in her stones and have pity on her dust. So the nations will fear the name of the Lord. All the kings of the earth, your glory. For the Lord has built up Zion. He has appeared in his glory. He has responded to the prayer of the destitute and has not despised their prayer. This will be written for the generation to come. A people which will be created will praise Yah. For he has looked down from the height of his sanctuary. From heaven the Lord saw the earth to hear the groans of the prisoner, to free those who are condemned to death, that men may declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem, when the peoples are gathered together, the kingdoms to serve the Lord. He weakened my strength along the course. He shortened my days. I said, My God, do not take me away in the middle of my days. Your years are throughout all generations. Of old, you laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will endure. 
All of them will wear out like a garment. You will change them like a cloak, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. The children of your servants will continue, and their offspring will be established before you. And that concludes our readings in the writings. Now we're going to move on to the apostles. Today's reading is in Luke 17. Then he said to the disciples, It is impossible that no occasions of stumbling should come, but woe to him through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea, rather than he should cause one of these little ones to stumble. Be careful. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day and seven times returns saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. And the emissaries said to the Lord, Increase our emuna. So the Lord said, If you had emuna like a grain of mustard seed, you would tell the sycamore tree, Be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. But who is there among you, having a servant plowing or keeping sheep, that will say when he comes in from the field, Come immediately and sit down at the table? And will not rather tell him, prepare my supper, clothe yourself properly, and serve me while I eat and drink, and afterward you shall eat and drink. Does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded? I think not. Even so you also, when you have done all the things that are commanded you, say, we are unworthy servants, we have done our duty. And it happened while he was on his way to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then, as he entered into a certain village, ten men who had Zerat met him, who stood at a distance. And they lifted up their voices, saying, Yeshua, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the Kohanim. And so it was that as they went away, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Yeshua answered and said, Were not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there none found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go your way. Your immuna has healed you. Being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them, The kingdom of God does not come with observation. Neither will they say, Look here or look there, for behold, The kingdom of God is within you. Then he said to the disciples, The days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, 
and you will not see it. And they will tell you, look here or look there. Do not go away or follow after them. For as the lightning, when it flashes out of one part under heaven, shines to another part under heaven, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first, he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. And just as that happened in the days of Noah, even so will it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married, and they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ship, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, even as it was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But in the day that Lot went out from Sodom, It rained fire and sulfur from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be the same way in the day that the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he who will be on the housetop and his goods in the house, let him not go down to take them away. And let him who is in the field likewise not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to save his life loses it, but whoever loses his life preserves it. I tell you, in that night there will be two people in one bed. One will be taken and the other will be left. There will be two grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other will be left. There shall be two men in the field, The one shall be taken, and the other left. And they, answering, asked him, Where, master? So he said to them, Where the body is, there the vultures will also be gathered together. This concludes our reading in the Apostles. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's cycle, You will also read Ephesians chapter 1 today. It has been a pleasure and an honor to read through God's word with you this morning. Thank you so much for coming and listening. And may this word just wash over you and infuse you with God's perfect shalom as you go about your day, as you serve your family. This has been Sarah Ruth from Georgia in the USA, reading with daily bread for busy moms. Shalom, until next time.